Now that's how you start a show. Welcome everyone to the GAWP. And you might be asking, wait a second, this isn't Ben's voice. That's not the regular intro. Hey, yes, what I'm... happened? <laughs> this is the Law Ramundo. This is a Punk's Law episode. Guess what? I'm nice though. I kept Mike around. Mike, introduce yourself. Homeless <laughs> Mike, you know who I am, but what? What are, you, what are you doing? I got an old friend here, and I, I kept you along because uh, you don't want to know where Ben's at. We kept Ben happy, though. He's in a cage full of pennies. He'll be okay. Oh, oh you're a racist. Yeah, <laughs> I'm offensive. I just kept him around with money because you're that rich. Punk's law can get paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's that, where's that bitch Isaac that, that you had beat up Ben and Matt? Oh, he'll be he'll he'll be around. He'll be around. I couldn't get him today though, so I had to keep you. Mm. So I'm flattered. Okay, everybody. So this is the GAWP. Today we're gonna be doing a nice interview with the blue-eyed devil himself, TJ Marconi. In a little bit, we're actually gonna call him up, ask some questions, promote this Friday. That's gonna be 35 years of magic. It's gonna be a great show. SWF is presenting here in New Jersey. It's gonna be a good show. I'm going to talk the usual indie news, some WWE, sadly. It's going to be a good night. Hello. You happy, Mike? You ready? Oh, hey, it's Arnold. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. You ask TJ questions. You don't ask us questions. Ask TJ. Okay, Mike. So what do you think? It's 6.10. Should we call TJ up? Let's let's call him up because this is going to be crazy. Hey, it's a Punk's Law episode. It's hardcore. It's going to be crazy. It's okay. It's okay. It's going to be good. Okay, so let me let me give let me give the blue-eyed devil himself a phone call. Give me one sec. Hold up, people. So, Mike, how's your day going? Tell them how, how, how it is being the whole milk. Cookies? How's barf? How's the barf going? Oh, shut the fuck up. You ate a burger. <laughs> uh... DJ, how you doing? Is everything okay over there? Give me a ding if it's everything if everything's going nice. There we go. Wait, the this DJ's is the, Wait, this is the same DJ. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay, calling calling TJ Marconi. Let's see what happens. Did did I go back in time or something? What is happening? Hello? Gay! Oh, Jesus. Well, TJ Marconi, is that you, brother? Yeah, man, it's just working properly. Hey, yeah, we're good, brother. All right, cool, cool. Okay, Mr. Marconi, how are you doing? I'm good, you guys. How are you guys? We're doing good. We're good. Just started up, just started the recording. I wanted to get you right on, not take up too much of your time, brother. We know you're busy. Nah, Especially so get ready for Friday night, so. <laughs> Cookies? <laughs> oh god, they're a friend Arnold. There you go. Yes. Sorry, the brother, Arnold, you're gonna hear <laughs> Arnold soundboard. Hi. <laughs> you're gonna hear you're gonna hear some some sounds tonight. It's a weird kind of podcast, so Hello. Uh, that's, that's fine. <laughs> I love it. Okay, brother, we're gonna start we're gonna start the questions off so we can get this underway. My first question has to be because our fans asked because you were one of the members, so where's Crusade for Change, brother? It's still around. It's just not a Beyond Wrestling anymore. 
Um, Crusade is still it's still a thing. Uh, the kind of like the the three heads of the Crusade are doing their own thing. Me, Carter, and Gangone, but it never really dies. And I got something in the works too, so you'll see by the end of the year. Ooh, there you go, fans. There you go. That was our number one question. Was everyone wondering <laughs> where's the Crusade for change? I'm like. Well, I've seen them at XWA. I've seen them all around. They're just not together. Oh, we're, we're about to. Oh, we we got excited next weekend. We have the the war games match next weekend. So, I mean, the Crusades mm. Crusades still around, but the three of us never really team up anymore. Uh, there you go, fans. There's your answer. Mike, you're up, brother. What's your question? My question is because uh, me, Ray, and Ben, who unfortunately is not here. Uh, we recently saw you at House of Glory High Intensity 6, and you took a risky bump, and for you got hurt. How are you feeling right now? Hello? 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 Cookies? TJ? TJ, you there? Cookies? Can't hear you, brother. Okay. Oh, jeez. What the okay. hell is going on? Let's try that again. Call him back now. Hello? Am I back in? Okay, you're good, brother. Yes. Sorry, we couldn't hear you. Uh, the, the, this apps, I, I just downloaded it. Forgive me, I'm sorry. No problem. Sorry, no don't problem. worry about it. It took us a while to get to it, too, so hopefully now... It was something about House of Glory, right? Uh, yes, yeah. and and you took a bump and you got hurt after that. But how are you feeling right now after a few weeks? Uh, I mean, I'm all right now. I mean, uh, you know, uh, you know, it was a pretty big, pretty big bump I took, and uh, I was feeling it then. But I mean, I'm good now. I mean, a couple like a day later, I was pretty much better. That's good. But also, yeah. uh, uh, staying with House of Glory. Um, you were involved with a tag team uh, with Josh Glide, and now you're yeah. involved in a tag team with uh, really big Brian Burgundy. Uh, yeah. What's with, what was with the sudden change, and where's where's Josh Glide? Well, Glide had a really bad hand injury. Uh, his hand is really, really messed up. I mean, from what I hear, it's uh, you know it's going to be a while since, until he's back in action. So, I mean, really big Brian Burgundy stepped up and helped me out when I needed him, and uh, you know been taking off i think you know I, I love to click and i think the fans love to click but this uh you know this larger than life is really taking off too so i mean i can't complain about it yeah definitely definitely eh, we're happy with either one i know we're all good fans of two click but hey we can't complain with brian burgundy yeah. he's on fire okay my next question brother then has to be being the show on friday is all about magic what does magic mean to you brother what i mean, does he that's mean as a teacher everything I mean, Magic is responsible for so many people in professional wrestling, even in like as high as WWE and probably every main event around the indie scene has had a hand. Magic has had a hand in training him. Um, he doesn't get recognition for it, honestly. He, and he doesn't take it because he's so humble. So when I thought about this idea to celebrate his 35th anniversary, I reached out to everyone that I knew had a, you know, was influenced by him and I put together the show. And, uh, and I'm really happy with the, the turnout so far and the lineup. And I'm just really excited to give this back to Magic to show him that we all love and appreciate him and thank him for all he's done. Definitely. I know the minute I heard about it, I'm like, okay, I had to reach out. Like, 
what can we do to help? I just wanted to be able to do anything because I know a lot of guys in this business definitely get in touch by Magic. Any guy that's higher up in the E, Global Force, anything, you've seen the it's, Magic involvement there. So it's like... It's crazy when you think about it, man. This conversation came up like last year. Like if you were to make like a, a tree diagram of people who were like trained by Magic or people he's trained that become trainers, it's kind of surreal how many people there are actually. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it's finally happening on Friday and I can't wait to be there. Mike, you're yep. up, brother. Well, recently um, you were involved in a movie project with YouTuber DGDX Animation. Uh, yeah. My question is, how, how was that experience uh, filming a short film? It was great. I mean, it was really, it was a lot of fun. I mean, um, I got a, I got in touch with DG through Paul London because uh, me and Paul hit it off at a wrestling show not too long ago. And uh, I told him because he was uh, getting into acting that I, I always wanted to, you know, kind of pursue that. Wrestling is my number one goal, but I'm not going to lie and tell you that acting and being in a movie wasn't also one of my goals. Arnold Schwarzenegger is a huge friggin' influence on me. He's probably number one guy in my life that I idolize. I don't, you know. And, Who told uh, you you can eat my cookies? What the hell? I, oh, cookies? I, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I can't. This is great. Uh, but it, <laughs> I saw DG's work on YouTube, and I was very impressed on his stop-motion uh, capabilities and his editing capabilities. You know, the movie uh, A Bird in the Shadow came out pretty well. I mean, you know, for a guy straight out of college with one camera and no real production, uh, no real producer, the movie is top-notch in my book. Yeah, we all got to see it. It, was a good, it looks awesome, so we're glad that you got to be in it as well. And, Paul, yeah. uh, turn Mike. Sorry, yeah. brother. Uh, was this your first time actually acting? Like, did you have to do uh, like, any training for this? I, I mean, I... Uh, I've done like high school plays, but that doesn't really count. You know, this is like my first real uh, acting acting role, and uh, I hope to do more. And uh, this is on my resume now, so I can actually apply for you know Screen Actors Guild and all the other good stuff. So, mm. well, there you go. Any directors that need another big man? Hey, T.J. Marconi's your guy. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I I heard they made Kindergarten Cop too, but. And Dolph Lundgren is no Arnold Schwarzenegger, so they could just give me a call and I would have made it better. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. This is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't make me bust out the Arnold yet. I got to save. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, perfect night for the, for the Arnold machine right there to give TJ a laugh. Okay. Uh, my next question then has to be, brother, have we mentioned guys in the E? and everything that have been trained by Magic, seeing guys like that they've worked around get called up with the recent signings, how is that going for you? Is it like driving you like, okay, I got to start amping up the fans more, hopefully get that call soon enough? Driving me nuts. No, uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm happy for these guys. I'm, I'm not going to be a phony and tell you that I'm, I'm so happy for them because it's a competition, you know. A spot they take is a spot that I don't have. So it just, you know, it makes me have more drive and, makes me need to go out there and do more work. You know what I'm saying? I mean, for the past year and a half, I think I've been clicking and I think I've been doing pretty well at my job. Um, House of Glory's putting footage out now. So people are knowing like the real me and what I can really do. Um, so I really have no complaints about people getting signed before me. Uh, it's just, uh, I know what I can bring to the table and uh, 
just going to keep hustling. That's it. Definitely, definitely. Hey, you never know. Hopefully from a year from now, we're like, hey, we had him on the show, but now he's in the E or NXT. I mean, hopefully. Or Global Force. Wherever, get, wherever they get you, we'll, we'll be happy just to see you up there, brother. Thank you. Mike, you're up, brother. <laughs> so, Mr. Marconi, you've been involved in a bunch of stuff this year, and I would say one of them was involved with a certain YouTube channel. That yeah. gets a that's a gets a, a lot of controversy. It's yeah. uh, if people that are not understanding what I'm talking about, it's called Grimm's Toy Show. Yeah. What was that like uh, being on the YouTube channel, and how did you get like involved? Well, I mean, uh, not, I guess I completely killed the angle now. Um, I've, I, I've my feelings on the show are legit. The things I say on Twitter are exactly how I feel, but you know, they do have a really big fan base and. Most people don't know Beyond Wrestling kind of started in a similar fashion in a warehouse in Ohio with, you know, some guys who are backyarders and some guys who are wrestlers. It's kind of really similar to Grimm, except Grimm mm. is more Grimm is more comedic and more, you know, like uh, very comedic. And Beyond really wasn't. It was more Fight Club atmosphere. I was approached by Grimm. I said, hey, why don't we turn realism into your into your business to try to help you with your pay-per-view sales? Um, as I honestly didn't like what a lot of their guys were doing, but there were some guys there like Jada Key Evans in a year from now with proper training and eating will be really good at independent wrestling. So I said, I'll work with him. I'll work with Grimm because Grimm actually trained in the early 2000s. Is he a fantastic worker? No, not by any means of the stretch. But I mean, is he safe enough? I'll give him that. He didn't hurt me. But I mean, I wanted to use realism and I got a very big fan base from that angle that I did there. Um, I'm probably going back there sooner or later to, you know, get another spike in T-shirt sales. <laughs> Grimm's, Toy Show is, Grimm's Toy Show is a very big market, and um, I don't have to necessarily agree with everything that they do. I don't agree with everything every company does, but I use it to make my own brand and to market myself more, and I think it was a success. And I got to hang out with my friend DG and help him promote his movie, so I had no complaints. Awesome, awesome. I know definitely Mike left out a little part that I was going to ask. Is definitely, I bet kids are getting close to you now, though. Starting to yeah. ask, hey, you were on Grimm. You were on Grimm. It's very I remember surprising. Brian Myers telling the same story. It's very surprising, man. Every show I go to now, people know me from Grimm's Toy Show. So, I mean, I think I did a very smart move by going on it. Um, you know, there's a lot of potential there. It had some. YouTube. It's free marketing. Uh, I've, I sold more t-shirts the week that I was beating up Grimm and Rojo than I did ever for Beyond Wrestling or House of Glory Show at SWF. So, I mean, it's just a smart business for me to help build my brand. Damn, we know a lot of the guys there. Mike, we have to get on that show. Start selling got merch. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> Damn, half the roster are boys, and it's like, they don't invite us, so I'm damn it. We gotta start selling merch. <laughs> and I told, I, I, I told, I told those guys. I said, "Listen, if you want to do this, I'm not going to knock anyone who has a passion for wrestling. Just learn how to do it the right way, so you don't get hurt." I mean, there's plenty of schools out there. Like House of Glory is probably the best school I've seen since I've been in the business, and it's local in New York City. There's yep. Monster Factory close to where Grim Soy Show films. There's ZZW's Dojo. There's so many good wrestling schools out there that you should want to go and learn how to do this the proper way. If you're gonna, and if you do it the proper way with that Grim Toy Show outlet, forget it. You're already ahead of the game. Definitely, definitely. 
I know a lot of the guys, at least a few of our buddies, they've tried to train as much as they can, go to Creative Pro and stuff, because they yeah. live around that New Jersey area. So I definitely told them, hey, where I know I've trained at Hog, so it's like, okay, they're learning some of the basics. At least they got that, so they're not just going out there and killing themselves. Yeah. You don't want to get hurt. You don't want to get hurt. That's the main thing in wrestling. And if you don't know how to do it the right way, you can get hurt. I mean, some kid just died. And uh, from what I read in the Midwest, because he was uh, untrained on an unsanctioned show. So, you know, you got to be careful. Yeah, it's definitely all about keeping yourself and even your opponent careful, because that's the, definitely the point of it is, hey, you have to be in a match and take care of yourself, but also your opponent. Well, that's the big speculation now of people putting themselves in that issue. So it's like, eh, just know what you're doing and keep your opponent safe as well. Exactly. But especially with that kind of wrestling, keeping yourself safe, what are your thoughts on deathmatch, if you don't mind us asking? I um, I don't do hardcore. Um, it's not my, I mean, it's not my thing. Uh, when it calls for it, I will do a blow-off match that has hardcore elements. I won't do deathmatch. If you want to call me a coward, that's fine. It's just not my preference. Like, I won't get flipped by a penis, and I won't do deathmatch, right? Wrestling or... And I don't do... Uh, and, I, I, and I don't do it to deathmatch. And... Uh, I'm sorry. Ex- I know so to a penis. <laughs> no, because, like, people... Like, I've seen people, like, you know... Put that cookie down! If, if, now! If I was... Put that down. I don't care about your penis flipper. I mean, you know? <laughs> oh god, I love this interview. <laughs> it's not, and like I don't do intergender wrestling. I, I did it once. It was kind of against my will. Um, I'm never gonna do it again. It's I don't. It's not for me. I don't. I don't want to do it. Deathmatch wrestling is not for me, and neither is the the penis flip. So. Yeah, definitely, I can respect that because it is. It it's a certain kind of wrestler, even or worker, I guess you can say, because it. Kind of, it's, I guess, your way to get exposure, but it's kind of making a little bit of a mockery of the business, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I feel yeah. about it. Yeah, I can remember. I think I saw once that you did intergender at Fire Bros, and I'm like, yeah, that didn't look right. A big dude yeah. killing a girl. It was, uh, I think it was Beyond. It was mm. uh, me and Carter versus uh, whatever Kim calls herself now in an alley. Mm. Okay. Yeah, because I remember just a spot that I think it was you and... I think Brooke Danielle that you just threw off the top of my. Oh, the, the rumble, the, the rumble. Yeah, I, I, yeah rumbles. They, they throw girls in the rumble. It is what it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not for me. Uh, I don't like. Yeah. Uh, Mike, you're a brother. What's your question? <laughs> I'm sorry to be like this, but you're up, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'll, I'll keep going. I got no problem. I'm laughing over here, but I'll keep going. Oh, my <laughs> next one up. Is, okay, it's a fan question. Sorry. One of our fans. No, it's actually our co-host. It's Ben. He wanted to know, waffles or pancakes, TJ? Oh, God uh, damn it. French toast. Nah. <laughs> oh. There you go, Ben. Third option. Uh, How uh, 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 thanks, baby. Pancakes. <laughs> I like it all. I hop. Good. There you go. Say, at least it's someone else's. Every time we ask a worker, hey, pancakes or waffles? I love pancakes, but I love Waffle House. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and then, and then they, give the us that fa- they give us that face, like, you just really ask, ask me that? <laughs> I mean, it's a question. No, it's a very good question. Uh, it's the road stories, I guess. Everyone always says, oh, I love Wawa. Where'd you go to eat? <laughs> oh, God. Where do I go to eat? Uh, wherever, <laughs> else, 
wherever it's open when I time I get out of a show, usually it's a diner. So yeah, definitely. What are we having uh, for okay. dinner? My serious question now, because I was just Ben trying to get something over. Uh, you're facing Adam yeah. Payne this Friday. So what's in your thoughts and your yeah. opponent, being that it's like almost two students that have both come out of Magic. So what do the fans Adam, have to expect? Adam is my prized possession. I mean, uh, I've trained him from beginning to now. And I never said I'm a trainer, but the when I go to train at, at school, sometimes people look to me for answers. And he was like one guy that I got from beginning to almost end. And I'm looking forward to, you know, this is kind of, I hope this is his, excuse me, his breakout match so people can know how good he is. Because I know how good he is and I train with him. And uh, hopefully we put on a really good show. And then people are like, oh, man, who's this Adam Payne guy? He's, he's a really big guy, too, like Marconi. So hopefully that's what we do with this match. Definitely, yeah. It looks like two big horses. So it's like, oh, God. I hope the ring can contain it because it's going to be a long show. So, oh god. I'll, I'll give I'll give you a spoiler. <laughs> we're, we're going on first because we want to break the ring. Oh god, there we go. I guess I'm paying a ticket to watch one match. <laughs> nah. <laughs> the ring's going to break and no no more matches. We're going on first, so there's your spoiler. <laughs> oh god, there you go, fans. If you're listening to this now, we'll take that part out so fans don't listen to that. Like, nope, nope. I, you're not oh, what the fine, card it's fine. is. <laughs> make, them get, make them get there early. Fight the traffic. You know? uh, yep. I know that's the truth because all the way in Jersey, we're like, okay, we're leaving early. Yeah. Okay. Uh, last question, I guess, to close it out has to be this. Being how it's so special for you doing this show for Magic, what does the show actually mean to you? Not just Magic itself, but what is this whole show top to bottom? What's your feeling going into this Friday? I really feel like... Um... This, it's it's going to be one of those shows that people are going to be like, damn, I should have went to it. And uh, I'm really proud of the boys stepping up to be on the show. And I think that the, everyone's going to deliver. And I'm just, I really think it was going to be one of the can't-miss shows of the year. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm, like, more proud because I was able to put together all this, like, within a month's time. And uh, I'm just really looking forward to it. Sorry about that. I had my mute, my mic on my mic on mute just to make sure I heard all that because I know this show is definitely going to be something. It truly is. Not, I can't miss because I know that's why I'm like, okay, I have to be there. I definitely have to be. There. <laughs> so I can't wait for that. Uh, Mike, you're up, brother. So, Mr. Marconi, uh, give everybody your social media. T- tell everybody where they can reach you at. I mean, it's a pretty simple uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's TJ Marconi, M-A-R-C-O-N-I. Um, I'm pretty active on Twitter and um, Facebook. I mean, I got the social media game down pretty good. I put up content like three times a day, so I'm pretty fun to follow. <laughs> Snapchat, I'm starting to get used to. I'm not really good at that one yet. Uh, that's Good Times Only. So uh, Snapchat, I'm at Good Times Only. But uh, I mean, I'm getting there. I'm learning how to use Snapchat. Mm, there you go. Uh, right now, I think the biggest worker that's doing Snapchat is the king of New York. He's Snapchatting almost every day. Oh, he's, he's, he's killing the, the Snapchat. He's the best. I, I think I'm probably on it half the time. Yeah, you guys are on it. I think this week at a Yankee game, if I'm not mistaken, I get them sent straight up to me. I'm like, oh, God, leave me alone, king. <laughs> <laughs> the king king, the king is very, uh, very good at Snapchat. I'm trying to learn from the king. Yeah, you have to learn because he Snapchats your London broil every time. So I'm like, oh, God. I mean, I, I mean I, I, I'm, I'm good at two things. I, I mean, three things. Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonations, 
cooking London broil and wrestling. So I mean, at least you guys, yeah. you guys. Have <laughs> oh god, yeah. At my last barbecue, I'm like, okay, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna cook a London broil. See if <laughs> TJ's right about this. It's I gave fantastic. it to Mike. He said it was steak. I'm like, no, this is better than just steak. <laughs> <laughs> now I see what TJ's talking about. London broil was a good piece of meat. It's fantastic. Definitely. Uh, last question, TJ, then, before I let you go. What's your dream match, brother? Damn. Uh, I don't have many, like, I have, okay, so I have a handful of matches I would like to have. Uh, I don't know if they're sort of dream matches, but, like, matches I really want to have. Um, I'd like to wrestle uh, London, Paul London, uh, Amazing Red, uh, Callahan. I want to have a match with Darius Carter, and I want to have a match with Adam Payne, which is what I'm going to have on Friday. Ooh, there you go. I'm amazed the Nash question, the Nash answer didn't come out. Because I remember hearing a few interviews you've done, and it's always Kevin Nash was one of the reasons, and Michaels, of you getting in wrestling. I'm like, no Kevin Nash? TJ Marconi versus Nash well, Nash? I mean, it, it kind of happened, but, you know, Nash is an old man. I, I, I don't want to hurt Uncle Kevin. <laughs> Oh, okay. Nash, Nash is the reason why I got into wrestling, but I mean, you know, I, I'll pay homage. I don't need to wrestle Nash. Uh, just did do the big boot and that power bomb. That's it. <laughs> Show him some respect. That's about it. This is me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. By TJ Marconi. So. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hurt Uncle Kevin. <laughs> uh, thanks again, brother. Mike, you got anything else? Can we let the nothing else really go on his way? It's just spot on Arnold impression. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh no. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, yeah. Thanks again, brother. It was a, it was a pleasure speaking with you. I'll see you this Friday night. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh god. Oh, there you go. Well, that's DJ Marconi, everybody. <laughs> yep. <laughs> See you guys. Thank you for having me on, man. See you, brother. Right. See you, man. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> oh, God. This is fantastic. I got Nikes and Reeboks. I got Tim's on the shelf. It go. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ben's gonna go nuts. Oh my Jesus! I just wanted to throw out the waffle Waffle House question. I'm like, just just get it out there. <laughs> yep. God, what an interview! What an interview. Okay, so what else? Should, what's next? What's next on the agenda? What should we do next? Uh, from a high note, I guess let's keep it going. Let's keep it going, Mike. What do you think? Good interview. One. Good interview. One of the funniest ones we've done recently. I'm glad he was a fan of Arnold. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. The DJ just got I his perfect. I loved how he just kept laughing, too, every time we 
the, the DJ just playing Arnold. Arnold. That's right. I am. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Uh, we love you, DJ. Oh, wait, I love you because I know Mike isn't. Conan. Mike's a little mad because he's pissed on Punk's Law episode, and I brought the original DJ back. You see, love so, so basically, this episode is the Punk Law takes over. Basically. So I guess let's keep it going. And next next agenda. Let's I talk guess, about what I, I, I guess I guess I have to go with it because this is my yeah. Because if not, if not, you're gonna you're gonna face the same as Ben, you know. Yeah. I don't need you anymore. We already got we already got TJ. My wife. Well, let's, done, so. well, let's try and like, <laughs> stick with some of the stuff we've been doing. Like the last few weeks, we've been bringing up the roster reveals. Okay, let's do that. All right, let me pull up the list. Is there, by the way, before I pull up the list, was there was there any names that jumped out at you? Uh, definitely. I think the biggest one out of today's list. It's funny I mentioned him during the TJ cause, cause interview, this, cause, just because, yeah. just because he's a hometown boy, and it's like, wow, seeing him last year at Fire Bros as their champion, and now he's in the video game. Brian Myers, aka Kurt Hawkins. Yep. To me, this... just seeing him and like, wow. I was talking to him last year, shooting the shit, and now he's in a video game. <laughs> Just the fact that he made the cut. Yeah, because there's some guys that didn't make it. It's like, I'm glad he did. I'm kind of mm. sad Tony Nese was even complaining, like, where's my cut? Mm. I, I was, I sent him a tweet like, wait, brother, don't worry. That has to be DLC because it's a premier athlete. People have to wait for that. Right. The premier but, athlete. But, <laughs> but as far as the roster reveal, this is the final week that they did this. So let me go to the names. Uh, JBL, Tatanka, Typhoon, Tatsumi Fujinami, Rob Van Dam, who will be a part of the John Cena Collector's Edition. Which Booker I bought, T- by the way. God damn. <laughs> I how spent much you, too much money. How much, wait, hold on. How much did you pay? Uh, I actually got it as a birthday present, but I saw the receipt. It comes out to $178. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> what do you get? It's the game itself. You get it four days early. So you get basically right. the deluxe edition. But what you don't get, you get after is Rob Van Dam, Batista, the season pass, a John Cena collectible toy, a John Cena autograph, a John Cena exclusive super card from the phone video game. You're getting two exclusive John Cena cards. Mm. So you're getting at least some close of Maybe I guess like another seventy five dollars worth of merchandise. Yeah, and the season pass. So also, isn't like a piece of the mat from John Cena and AJ at the Royal Rumble included? Oh uh, in yeah, where he won the sixteen time title. That's when he. That, that's what the autograph. Piece piece of them. You stupid fuck. <laughs> fuck you. Well, thank All God right. you didn't. Thank God you didn't take money out of your pocket. Nope. This is a this is a birthday present. So, your, hey, it's it's gonna be a good money. investment. Because remember, we're going to be doing the, the GAWP universe mode. So we need to have the game. And it'll help having some DLC so we can play with that too. Because hopefully, let's go with the regular roster and then we'll talk about who speculated to be DLC. So RVD, who will be with the John Cena Collector's Edition, Booker T, yep. Batista as well. With the John He'll Cena be in Collectors the Collectible Edition, yeah. Uh, Trish Stratus, Psycho Sid, Jake the Snake Roberts, Christian, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Aiden English, Gold Dust, Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Sting, Shawn Michaels, Titus O'Neil, Enzo Amore, D. Brian Kendrick, 
Shane McMahon, Alicia Fox, McMahon, <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, Charlotte Flair, Curtis Axel, Bo Dallas, Cassius Ono, Darren oh, Young. Oh, no. Sorry. Darren Young. Vince Swan. Grand <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no. Oh, Grand, sorry. Grand, it's an inside joke. Sorry. It's so funny because I'm trying to say this name. Grand Metallic. Oh, Grand, oh, Grand Metallic. No. Grand Metallic. Uh, Noam Dar. Uh, Jack Gallagher. No Way Jose. Primo Cologne. Epico Cologne. Tyson Kidd. Billy Kay. Peyton Royce. Rhino. Heat Slater. R-Truth, Tyler Breeze, Fondango, and as you mentioned earlier, Kurt fucking Hawkins. Brian Myers is in a video again! Yeah! <laughs> Fucker can't win on TV and he's getting paid to be yeah! There you go, the longest reigning Fiberos heavyweight champion, Brian Myers. What are you talking about? Cleveland, oh, he was the world's champion. No. Okay. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm wrong. Sorry. No. Okay, so okay, so we, so so some people are happy about Brian Myers or Kurt Hawkins being in the game, but yes. you were mentioned to me before we started recording that there's a possible rumor for DLC. Ah, uh, yes. yes. Let me see if I find that now. Hold on, give me one second. Five hundred and sixty-two thousand five hundred dollars. <laughs> Cleveland, shut the fuck up and sing the corner. What no. is that? What value is that from, though? No. Is that like the DLC total? <laughs> is that how much we're paying for DLC? Yes. $562,000. This is my stepdaughter's college money you're talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. I'm like, is that how much you're paying for a fucking DLC? Yes. Shit. Oh my Wait, god. So what is this? DLC or your college fund? What is it? God. You're Damn talking. It, this is my stepdaughter's board. college money. You're talking about. <laughs> you're talking okay. To a soundboard. Yes. But the soundboard is a is a version of the DJ. Yes, sir. It better not be that fucking horse again. Hell no. No, it's it's our original DJ. I brought him back. Yes, Do you have sir. the list? Do you have the list of potential DLC packs? No. I can't find it. Yeah, the oh DJ got the point. Nobody. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So this is from the obvious what we were speculating. It's gonna be this is the most that I've found that's interesting. Who? They're under a future stars pack. <laughs> that you're like, right. they aren't future stars, but okay. The okay. broken hardies. Or the oh, hardies, yeah. Whatever you want to call them. Okay, then Elias or Elias Samson, whatever you want to call him. Whichever, whichever they put in the game. What? Lana as a playable character. No. <laughs> James because... Ellsworth. No. Why? <laughs> Seriously, why? I don't know. Okay, then the NXT pack. Okay. Andrade Cien Almas. Okay. Alistair Black. Yes! <laughs> Drew McIntyre. Good. Yes. Okay. That's all that matters. Then we go to what may come out with it, which is the UK DLC. Okay. Which is going to be the current UK champion, Pete Dunn. 
Right. Good. Tyler Bay. Good. Great. <laughs> Ray I can't, can't control. I Ray can't, can't control himself. So the, can the Trent DJ Seven. Calm down? Pretty good, I guess. Can the DJ calm down before Ray has a fucking heart attack on the show? Good. No, I just love Cleveland's reactions. Keep it going. And lastly, for the UK division, Wolfgang. No, no, no. Hell no. I don't think so. Please stop talking. You got that? What are you? Oh, my Jesus. I'm going to hit somebody. Oh, I am going to hit somebody. And then they're playing a Legends DLC like usual. So it's going to be Hall of Fame. So it will be a Kurt Angle attire from King of the Ring. Okay. Shane McMahon from King of the Ring. Hell no. Yeah, I didn't like it either. That's kind of weird. That's all that matters technically from all this DLC. Unless, we just want unless, the Hardys. Unless they put the Kurt Angle Shane McMahon match from King of the Ring 2001 with that. Oh, wait. Match. I forgot about the 205 DLC. Hold on. <laughs> 205 DLC speculations is Drew Gulak. <laughs> Lince Dorada. <laughs> Tony Nice. Right. And Mustafa Ali. Mikey Minnes will be burned that pack 10 times. Good. So that is the two of that's the speculated deal. Hopefully, some of those characters do get in because we would like mm. to see, like a Must- uh, not even Mustafa, uh, Tony Nese, Drew Gulak, the Hardys, Drew McIntyre, Alistair Black, Jim mm. Storm of that. Even the DJ was like, "What about Joseph Connors?" Yes. <laughs> Can we no. get a Joseph Connors? Unfortunately, no. Seven hundred dollars. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Seven hundred dollars. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's not even WWE's decision. It's 2K's decision on who they want to turn the game. No, that's not true. 2K actually, there was a news article that 2K was actually speculating on putting CM Punk. Yes, Vince sir. is the one that has the final say on who goes in. Oh. Because okay. 2K has basically whoever they scanned, they can put in. That's but right. Vince is the final one to say yes uh-huh. or no. Like Austin and, Aries was supposed to be in the game. That's right. But he was taken and, off. And they, and they cut him out. Exactly. Yeah, Cleveland. Thanks. And Ray, you're Cleveland's our Ben tonight. And Ray, you were telling me that they start scanning the guys around WrestleMania, and then and it's supposed to end by SummerSlam. Who? The game usually is complete by SummerSlam. So by now, that's why they start doing the announcements because the game's already they already know who's going in, basically. Right. And then they so. worry about DLC later. Yeah, right. DLC, no, DLC is actually, they already know what they're going to do for DLC packs. That's yeah. always announced with the roster, so I'm amazed we haven't heard. Maybe next week we'll start hearing, okay, pack one is going to be so-and-so and so-and-so. I don't like, know. IGN usually starts revealing that stuff. I'm just hoping, I guess the whole wrestling world is hoping, will we get the Hardys this year? Even though it's a video game, we have the Hardys in person, but they want to have video game form of Matt and Jeff Hardy. Right. That's cool. Yeah, it is, Cleveland. Thanks. But uh, what do you think about <laughs> what do you think about the graphics and like all the improvements that they're making to the game? Well, from what I've seen, screenshot wise, this does look like the best looking game for a while that we've we've had. This right. is their new technology doing even working to be able to do eight man tag matches, eight men in the ring. It looks mm-hmm. their graphics are more realistic. Even the entrances, I'm like, wait, am I watching the actual product or am I playing the game? I know. So it's, like, it's, it's all right. It's in. Okay, Cleveland doesn't like the graphics. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you do better, Cleveland? No, no, no. Okay, so shut up. I don't oh, think God. so. 
Okay, Mike, what do you want to go with next? What's our next topic? You had some news uh, articles. What do you want to do next? Uh, you want to talk How about GFW and their bullshit? Oh, so GFW is dying from what I hear. No. It's been, it's, it's been dead. No. no yeah, I have to agree with Cleveland. No, it hasn't because at least we've had, they've been having pay-per-views. Bound for Glory is coming up. <laughs> Who in their but, right mind is going to pay $50 to to buy a global forest pressing pay-per-view? Cleveland motherfucking <laughs> brown motherfucker. DJ, I want you to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the DJ is going to pay. No, Cleveland fucking... I hate this. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what that what that fucking reminds me of? Over the weekend, I saw Hitman's Bodyguard. In that movie, they say the word "motherfucker" fifty times. So say it again, Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland, motherfucking brown, motherfucker. I hope the DJ. I, I hope the DJ realizes that once we stop recording, I'm gonna yell at him. <laughs> No. Why? We're keeping we're keeping you in that cage of Ben. Fuck you, Mike. So Global <laughs> Force Wrestling. Every week people keep leaving. A couple weeks ago it was Loki. Now apparently Jeff Jarrett will be taking a leave of absence. Can I talk to you for a moment? What what Cleveland? Can I talk to you for a moment? Okay, what do you want to say? No. <laughs> what do you mean no? You wanna talk or not? What the fuck? What the hell? Just, just ignore him. Ignore oh, him. God. Okay, so Jeff Jarrett leaving. I'm like, wait a second. Is this a work or is this actually? He's him? not really. He, it's, he's not leaving. It's more of like he's taking a leap of absence for personal reasons. But that's the thing. He's taking. He, he's been. He's it's saying mostly like money wise. So that's weird because he's basically the owner of Global Force. He's where the founder. are you going? Yeah, but. They he's said, leaving, uh, yeah. We're wondering where he's going they, now. They said in the article that he's still going to be a consultant and like he'll still be pitching ideas. But as far as like him being there for the tapings as of now, not really. He, it's, mm. probably, it's probably going to be a minimum. And as soon as this news broke, Rebby Sky went to Twitter as fucking unusual. Ah, oh, Rebby, Rebby, Rebby. Wait, he, does that mean the broken heart is going to happen? No. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I totally it. forgot about that. So did the world. I just think the Hardys are the Hardys anymore. Listen, we need to talk. Keep it going, Mike. <laughs> so, Rebby Sky went on Twitter and said, why do I have to feel sorry about a, a, a sack of shit like him when he's been attacking me and my family? Well, that is true, though. Right. But everybody was tweeting at her, be like, oh, what do you think? What do you think? And basically, it's like, are you guys morons? Like, why do I care about Jeff Jarrett? You know what it is? They just wanted her to react. That's all they're worried about. It's like, what's going to be her reaction? Is she going to shit on them? Is she going to feel bad? Is she going to sympathize? It's like, it's kind of like adding fire to the flame, right? It's just more fire. It's just more fuel to the flame. Sorry. I fucked up the expression. Did, when they were um, negotiating a deal to, for WWE to purchase the broken gimmick, or no, not WWE. The, it was the Hardys Hardy. themselves. They were going to buy the it, yeah. Wasn't there a thing where it had to be like a gag on Rebby or not tweeting anything bad about them anymore? No. Mm. Yes, there was. It was. Yes. I think she had to pay. The first fee was five hundred dollars, and from there it went. Yeah, and, 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 if she, and if she kept doing it, it was going 
they grow more and more. Yeah, but that's the thing. That actual like tidbit of the negotiations, that was only if they signed the deal. But oh, right. yeah. they were yeah, trying they, right. to be slick and said, oh, you know what? We'll take a percentage of the merch and we make all the money from such and such. That's Even right. Even Jeff Hardy's music. That's right. So, That's right. Yeah, the Hardys aren't stupid. They've been in the business for a while. Of course. They know yes. their worth. Uh, by the way, we're not doing any commercials. We're just going straight forward. This is going to be a straightforward episode. Why do we need commercials? Just keep it going. Yeah, we're so having fun. We've had a good TJ Marconi listen, interview. We need, TJ had listen, a laugh. Right. What do you want to talk, Cleveland? Listen, we What's need up? to talk. What's up, brother? What? If, hold on. If he wants to talk, let's talk about Raw and SmackDown this week, just to get it out of the way. Oh God, do we have to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's laughable. That's that's why I didn't even want to talk about it. Because t- let's give a tidbit information of what me and Mike did during SmackDown. We oh, tuned want... into America's Top Talent instead of during Mike the main Mike. event of Shinsuke Nakamura and Randy Orton. So me and Mike are watching SmackDown. Which, if you saw Twitter last night, the law was live live tweeting everything so i'm going nuts on twitter like what are they doing so then during the main event we're like "Uh, i don't even want to watch anymore mike's mom tells us hey tune into america's top talent it's important i'm like what's happening oh yeah oh this is interesting oh god this is oh my god she's actually a little girl i think she was like 12 she's a ventriloquist margaret so it was so interesting no, yeah. <laughs> Margaret Cho. <laughs> Ramona. Margaret Cho is a comedian, not a ventriloquist. Ramona. No, this girl didn't make it. Shut up. <laughs> no, it's not Ramona. Her name. Thanks, DJ. Reminded me that I have her name written down. Her name is actually Darcy. Le- oh, it's close to Margaret Cho. Kind of sounds no. Asian. <laughs> yes. yes. Fucking horrible. Exactly. I understand. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's fucking funny as hell because, oh, God, okay. Yes. So Darcy Lynn is a ventriloquist, and her puppet's name is Edna. Right. So me and Mike's, our inside joke is basically, this is better than a Randy Orton match. The 12-year-old <laughs> girl is putting on a better performance. The the puppet's basically in love with Simon Cowell. That it's even much Howie better Man- than Randy Orton. And Howie <laughs> Mandel's like, wait a second, it's a doll. And I'm like... Wait, wait, this is kind of weird because Simon's like forgetting it's a doll and it's like, wait, that's a little girl. This is getting weird. Very fucking weird. <laughs> so it's like, okay. So then we tune into the end of SmackDown. Spoiler alert, Shinsuke Nakamura goes over. And the first thing I say to Mike is, wow, Shinsuke beat John, beat Randy. Edge, get in here. We need a match. Exactly. Hmm. So Shinsuke has that under his belt, and you know you know what really pissed me off too. What? Was as soon as the match was over, Shinsuke was in the ring celebrating, and what do they do? They cut to backstage. Kevin Owens is walking. He's going home. Daniel Bryan goes. Somebody's gonna come next week to talk about the whole bullshit with you and Shane, which we'll get into that as well. Oh God, I forgot about that. Basically, this was to plug. Mr. McMahon is coming to SmackDown next week. No, I don't know. Oh, now you Yeah, know. you didn't know that. Now you know. Yes! <laughs> so they took the focus away from Nakamura winning to Mr. McMahon. Same old yeah. shit. SmackDown Look, does ser- know how to push its top talent. 
God damn it. Yeah. I so think you... then, so then I guess let's go to Raw because. Uh, I'm going Hold on, you don't want to talk about the whole Dolph Ziggler going crazy? No, uh, no, no. Oh, now that makes sense. So, I thought oh, I was going nuts, and God, Ziggler beat me to it. So, 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 if you don't want to talk about it, I'll talk about it. So Ziggler comes out, and by the way, they threw up a graphic saying Dolph Ziggler re-debuts. What a oh, now that, that makes sense. I understand. So, so Ziggler <laughs> comes out, his norm, his regular music plays, and he goes, "Wait." Maybe I need a better gimmick. So he goes in the back, grabs a John Cena hat and a Dolph Ziggler towel, comes out to Cena's music, and then he goes, no, not this shit. Throws it away, goes in the back, gets a lovely woman in a robe to be the macho man. Doesn't work. So then he goes in the back and grabs Naomi's gear and starts dancing to... (sighs) Okay. He was dancing so stupidly. He must have did this on purpose. You know what's funny? If you if basically what he did in his promo, if you understood it, he's yeah. basically this is kind of a shoot in a sense. The promo is basically that fans only go for the gimmick, which is kind of true. I'm not gonna lie that certain fans are, oh, if the gimmick fits, then we'll like you. Because Ziggler is a guy that he's been able to wrestle and he pulls off good matches. Right. It's just people are like, oh, he's stale. It's like, yeah, but what's the point of wrestling if you can't do it in the ring? Like, we, James Ellsworth was over, and the guy can do a super kick. That's it. <laughs> so it's like, I get where Ziggler's going, and that's why he did, oh, let me come out with the Xena gimmick. Maybe you'll like me now. No? Okay, I'll come out with the Macho Man. Ooh, yeah. No? Okay, another one. Naomi, I'm a dance. No? Fuck it. Because I know I can do it in the ring better than all three, but you're just not going to like my gimmick because, oh, I'm stale. Okay. Okay. You know. You know what is. You know what my whole problem with this whole thing is. What is? We all know Dolph Ziggler is a talented motherfucker. He's been in this company for about ten years now. Yeah. And he's still in the same position as he is, right? Of course. Yeah. Now, he's in his promos leading up to this. He was blaming the fans for his problems. When in reality, we all know that's not even true at all. It's Vince. It's Vince. He doesn't see you as a top guy. And, the, and it pisses me off. No, listen, listen. Now it that's what I call off. a shoot, brother. It pisses brother. me off that now WWE that's what makes I... him go out there and tell us it's our fault when it's the company's fault. But that's the thing. It's like, I'm not, I'm, I hate to make a joke out of this, but it's like, it's like a little kid. They're never going to say they're the reason that it's a problem, they're going to blame you. It's always the other person. Now that's so what oh, like, oh, oh, I know. WWE is going to take fault, even though technically, yeah, you booked Dolph Ziggler into a corner. So Ziggler's going to say, oh, yeah, it's your fault, but you know Ziggler's real intentions are, I can't blame my boss because I'll get fired. Now that's Which, what I call you know a shoot, funny? brother. There's a shoot, yeah, or a work shoot, whatever. Oh, we don't even know in wrestling. Half the shit is fake, half the shit is real. God, I use the fake word. You know why? Because their emotion is not there. When they're in the E, I kind of feel like half of it's not even their own feelings. So, yeah, okay. Like, that's what we're going to talk about later on when we talk about the promo with Xena and Roman, is that half of it's like, uh, is it them or is it what Vince is writing? A road dog, whoever they blame this week. (laughs) So it's like... Yeah. I guess 
I'm that's why a lot of people are like, oh, can Ziggler go to Japan? Can Ziggler go to ROH? It's like I hope they just work him into a better position than having him having to leave because Ziggler is a good talent. Though right. I'm not going to say guys on the Indies aren't making a, a living. It's just he's already there. What's the point now? Oh, I don't I'm see sorry. him like bouncing off like a Cody Rhodes or even Juice Robinson that they've made a killing now on the Indies. Juice Robinson's over in Japan and Cody Rhodes is Cody Rhodes. He's Cody. He's the American Nightmare. Right. But do so, you feel do you feel when Dolph Ziggler eventually leaves, he's going to continue wrestling? I think like, it's going to turn into CM Punk. I think it's going to turn into like a CM Punk. He's going to leave and be disgusted with wrestling. And like, he's not even going to leave. He's about not, it. Uh, that would be corny, but I, I guess. Because <laughs> that's what he's that's what he's been doing for the past. He's been doing years comedy, now. yeah. I guess, yeah. but that's and, and by the way, by the way, not good comedy either. Oh God, is it, is it the Mick Foley kind of comedy? <laughs> Worse. Those those one liners. Uh, but Rob yeah, Van I Dam, see... Rob Van Dam is a better comedian than Dolph Ziggler. Oh God, but hey, I guess we'll see what happens. Hopefully, they book him better. They do something mm. with him. Ziggler is a great talent. We'll see what happens next week. Right. I guess let's so, they backtrack now and let's go to Raw. All right, Raw. Hardy so, loses. <laughs> yeah, they advertise a Jeff Hardy Miz match for the IC title. We thought it was the main event. Nope. But um, it was a really good match. It's just watching the match, you just see Jeff Hardy moving so goddamn slowly after all the abuse he's taken on his body, which I don't blame him for. If he's he recently turns forty too. So, it was a good match. Miz wins. What do you do with What do you do with the Hardys now? Just like, what do you do? Woken. What do you do with the Woken Hardys? Uh, I, I don't even know because that's the thing. People are like, oh, if they become Woken, then boom, they'll get rejuvenated. But where do you place them? Because right now the Raw tag titles are Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus. Uh, Cesaro. Cesaro. So it's like you can't even place him there at the moment because then what happened to Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows? There's other teams. So it's like if the Broken Hardys become Woken or Woken, whatever. If Matt and Jeff are given this new gimmick again, then it doesn't just change it up again and, oh, they're at the top of the list. They have to kind of work their way up. But where do you put them in roster-wise? That's why I'm thinking, okay, they're going to work the Jeff Hardy single angle. Maybe Jeff wins the IC title, does something. And me and Mike are watching with Ben because we had a little Labor Day thing you saw. And we're like, okay, one, two, Jeff K- uh, Jeff doesn't win yet. Okay. And out of nowhere, one, two, three. Okay, who went over? Oh, shit, it was the Miz. It's like, okay, so what is their plan now? I'm hoping they have something long-term for the Hardys because it's like, uh, you have right now like a diamond right there in the rough, and you're not using it. <laughs> yes. So it's like, hmm, let's see what happens. Do you feel that they're gonna like eventually? Because they teased it during the battle royal, but I feel like they're gonna give us a Balor Jeff Hardy match soon. I'm Thank hoping, you, but that's the thing. But I want no Jeff fact. to be the enigma or to be, I guess, woken. Because you don't want to see just a generic Jeff versus Finn Balor. You're going to want to see the demon versus the enigma or the you demon to, you, versus brother Nero. You want to see well uh, you want to see the demon versus Willow? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I, tried, you, I tried to laugh, I'm sorry. So, we'll see what 
they, so we'll see what WWE does with the Hardys. But let's talk about week two of Cena versus Roman. Yes. Uh, let's go to the match first because Zena did have a Zena opened the show, so we're thinking, okay, it's going to be a match or is it going to be a promo? Then we hear Jason Jordan's new theme song. Okay. Which still so well, there's a rap part to it now, so I guess it's something. Mm. To which Ben is like, oh, he needed that. I'm like, that's kind of racist, but whatever. Not, wait, hold on. <laughs> Not even that, but okay, he has lyrics to his song now. Yeah. Okay, but he also needs to have charisma. He comes out there saying, I'm Kurt Angle so. Wait, wait, wait. I'm Kurt Angle so. Time out, Mike. DJ, what do you play? Okay, cut. <laughs> okay, cut. Okay, so still, I guess it's working. It's something different. But the theme isn't going to help unless the, the he's theme over isn't two. the problem. The theme yeah. isn't the problem. It's him. <laughs> Though, he he's getting better. No. Right, but he comes out to crickets. I don't think so. I don't think so. What do you think, Cleveland? Do you think he's over? Yes. (laughs) The DJ doesn't even announce the fucking product. Yes! (laughs) It's Cleveland. I'm Cleveland Brown. Okay, Cleveland watched the product. DJ doesn't. But, Mike, keep going. I get get what you're saying. He's not over. So, so Jason Jordan had a match with John Cena. John Cena wins. It was okay. very competitive. Jason Jordan, I think he was a, did he kick out of an AA or he was he didn't even get that privilege? Uh yeah, he kicked out of the AA, but he also hit this awesome double northern light suplex that we're like, wow, that could have been it. Because it yes! was so it's, it was it was believable. It's like, wait, Jason Jordan's gonna win this. Kick out. I remember you going to the bathroom and me and Ben are like, holy shit, he's gonna win. One, two, and like it was like two and seven eighths of a count. It was that close of a three. I'm like, wow, they're actually going to give Jason Jordan that push. And basically the storyline of this match was John Cena debuted against Kurt Angle. So That's Jason cool. Jordan is Kurt Angle's son right now. They're like, okay, give give Jordan the rub. So Zena gave him a competitive match. Sadly, Super Zena goes over. And then we hear boos because <laughs> here comes Roman Reigns. So Roman Reigns comes out, and if you listen to the show last week, we went into detail about what was a shoot and what wasn't a shoot yep. with their promo. Basically, this week, Roman said he has a bigger dick than Cena. <laughs> and Cena said, what dick? <laughs> yep. And what Roman, what Roman said, what Roman should have said was, ask your fiancé. That would have I don't been, think they can uh, say that. No. Look, I'm serious. That would have been awesome. <laughs> no. So Roman, so Roman comes out and says he has a bigger dick. Cena then grabs the mic and says, wow, that was pathetic. You're horrible. Why are you here? I'm a part-timer. You're a full-time guy. I can do your job better. <laughs> stuff from last week. That's the and thing. Then, they kind of reiterated, but it still got a reaction. And that's the point just, of this promo that's helping us, like, we're going with it. It's it's getting us to talk about it. That's what WWE wants, is for us to not be silent. John Cena's yeah. always stated, the worst thing that could happen is when they're not reacting. Even Bully Ray, we'll talk about it later when we talk about Sasha Banks, 
is that you want a reaction. When there's no reaction oh, okay. and they don't care anymore, that's going to be the problem. Right. So Roman Reigns just walks away. He's had enough. <laughs> and we never see him for the rest of the night. You yeah, he didn't wrestle. That was weird. Now, here's, <laughs> he didn't even now, wrestle. Like I said last week, there's a, there's a problem with this. The promos are probably going to be the best thing about this feud because God only knows what the match is going to be like at No Mercy. Well, I think we've all had about enough of this game. <laughs> I can agree with Cleveland on this one. Because it's going to exactly. be... Power move, power move. Spear, kick out. Action adjustment, kick out. Oh, we'll have to wait for No Mercy. Yes. Yep. Uh, you want to mention the Sasha Banks thing now? No. Uh, okay. So, well, before we get on. to her match, yeah, well, want to go to straight to the match, or you want to go to what I was going to talk about? I'm just going to bring up the fact that they had a tag team match. It was Sasha and uh, Alexa Bliss versus Nia and Emma. If Nia and Emma win, they get added to the match at No Mercy. They won at No Mercy. It's a fatal four-way for the women's championship. Yep. Nobody. Nobody cares. So, so Ray, <laughs> what did you want to bring up? Because I believe it's, it refers to the Sam Roberts podcast, I believe. Uh, yeah. So all this is basically over the controversy of what Sasha believed about fans that are marking at her and just stalking her, basically. Right. So Bully Ray's response, which I, can, I think it's kind of is the only worker that responded this way, is, uh, yeah, you should be worried when they're not there at 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, uh, Bully? You weren't the nicest person of our friend Ben when he was online. <laughs> so well, you're going to tell me you're going to be nice to someone that. at 5 o'clock in the morning? But you know what? <laughs> okay. That was at House of Glory, and that was advertised as a meet and greet. So <laughs> that, that incident slides. <laughs> that slides no, but away. that's the thing. At meet and greets is where they're supposed to be nice. And he basically told Ben, hey, so do you get laid in that? <laughs> Which well, I don't mind because I, I would do the same comment because uh, you guys are jokes because Punk's Law is what's taking over. But mm. still, he's going to say something like that, but do stuff like that. So it's kind of like, eh, what do you mean? Because every mm. other worker is commenting on this situation. It's like, yeah, if you're going to airports like that, it's not being a fan, it's stalking. Right. But you so, know, it's the, it's the interesting part about it is that the, the current guys, like Rollins, Sasha, like you can name a bunch of them, they go on Twitter and they, and they talk about it, while guys like Edge and Bully Ray, who are not in the folds in WWE right now, and they comment on this stuff and they're against them, saying, don't call out the fans for calling them stalkers. Yeah, definitely. It's it's weird which, though. Which, which is funny, which is actually funny too, because if Edge was still wrestling, he would have done the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what also uh, you so you brought up the fact that Sasha mentioned the stalking thing. I want to bring up the fact that how she talked about how she is the greatest female wrestler in the world. In yeah, the that world. was weird. Bitch can't even hold on to the title. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Four times she wants to brag about being a champion and she can't hold on to the belt. Good. But it's not like it's uh it's not 
I don't know. I don't even know anymore. By the way, fuck Sam Roberts. He's a he's a corporate kiss ass. Uh, you too, Rosenberg. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Rosenberg. Why don't you? No. Like me? <laughs> I like Rosenberg. I'm not sure how to tell y'all this, so I'm just gonna <laughs> say it. Cleveland, motherfucking Brown, motherfucker. <laughs> Cleveland is a Peter Rosenberg fan. So am I. Oh, oh God. God. Goodbye. So where do we where do we go now? <laughs> uh, this podcast. Podca- you just want you want to you want to briefly mention what happened in the main event: Braun Strowman, The Big Show, in a cage. Uh, you mean King Kong Bunda? <laughs> I'm sorry, but to me, the Big Show's new look. It's good because it's something new, and it's like I guess he's trying to look younger. Because to be honest, Big Show is almost getting there to retire. But it's right. like when he came out to the Battle Royal last week, people are like. Wait, is that King Kong Bundy in 2017? <laughs> but hey, I guess Big Show's trying, but now... So we get to the main event. The main event that's been announced from the WWE app that they did was Big Show versus Braun Strowman. Not just a regular one-on-one match, because that happened a few months ago, and the right. ring broke. So now and they, and, and they showed that like five times... Cage. And they showed that clip five times during the show. In case that should have been the drinking game. That was the drinking game. Every time they show the clip, take a shot. <laughs> so so that happens. They do the steel cage match, and Braun and Big Show look dominant in it. Basically, right. they're building to Braun versus Brock. So it's like, okay, Braun needs to look strong, but Big Show pulled out stuff out of the woodwork that's like, Big Show still has it. He did a top rope elbow that I forgot. Booker T mentioned this. That was Big Show's original finisher. He didn't right. always do the choke stamp. He used to do an elbow. So it's like, okay, Big Show's getting there. He's showing, hey, I've lost the weight. I can do some more moves. So he's like trying to get to the fans. They're like, oh, yeah, Big Show can't do anything but a choke slam. Look at that. He just did an uh, elbow drop. So Big Show pulls out a good match. It's a good, solid two big guys for, what, for the hell of it. And Braun Strowman beats him with the power slam. That's like, okay, it shows you don't need to, you don't need to escape a match. You can win it inside the ring. It's basically to tell Brock, hey, you used to fight in the cage. Look what I did in the cage. And then he proceeds to destroy the cage by, de- by pl- destroying Big Show and breaking a wall. Yep. <laughs> so, Brian, so the whole objective of this was Brock looks dominant and there is a strong possibility he can beat Brock at no mercy. Well, you're hoping he beats Brock, because if not, you're not winning the GAWP heavyweight championship. Oh, I know, but I'm saying, and I'm saying, as a as a as a as a as a wrestling fan, the the possibility of Braun winning is high. It's high. Uh, are you sure about that? Some fans so usually believe, the build some, the build is fa- usually. Uh, you go first, Mike. Well, I'll, I'll say this: the the way they built Braun up ever since the feud with Roman, and they've transitioned him to Brock, is actually worked. In the Fatal Four Way, Braun beat the absolute shit out of Lesnar. Lesnar got stretched out, but he came back and actually won. And the next night, Braun said, "I ain't having any of that shit," and he beat him up again. Yeah. So it they in W in, for WWE. They're showing that 
Braun can overpower him. Now with No Mercy, that's probably it's going to be a different story. It's going to be a little even, but they are making fans believe that possibly they're going to give a chance with Braun Strowman to give him the title. Because if you ask any fan, they're sick of Brock Lesnar. They're sick of him not showing up every week, and they don't see the title anymore. And I guess people have just the nostalgia for Brock Lesnar has kind of faded, if you know what I mean. Oh, uh, yeah, because it's like when we first saw Brock, even in 2012, when John Zena's like, okay, Rock, come out here. I want to challenge you again. Wait, I said Rock. Oh, shit, it's Brock. And he F5 Zena. We were all like, holy shit, Brock Lesnar's back. And now it's like, okay, it's going good. Everything's like, okay, Brock is here. Brock's dominating. Wait, they're giving Brock the title. No, no. We lose Brock for a little bit. They give him the title again. It's like, uh, yeah, now we're not seeing Brock. Now that this actual top challenger in Braun Strowman, it's like, hopefully they decide, okay, let, we build him up enough. He's faced Roman. He's faced, he's faced big guys like Joe and everything. I think he can handle holding the title for a bit. Even if he's a transitional champion, maybe it's Brock beating, uh, losing to Braun. Then Braun, I guess, has to take the job to Zenith for the 17th. So Zenith defeats Goliath like always. But still, it's something to at least get Brock away from WWE for a bit. Because I like Brock, right. but in small quantities. We don't need him for the long haul. Maybe come back to Mania. That's it. Right. Yep, so. So that was Raw. And by the way, we, on the GAWP Twitter, we put up a poll to see which show you guys liked better. And... For some weird reason, you voted SmackDown was better. You know what I think people didn't understand? They didn't get which show this week was better. Not in yeah. general, just this week. Yeah, and I Because in I'm, our opinion, I think Raw won. Am I wrong? Yeah. Or? Raw won. Raw How won about you, week. Cleveland? What do you think, Cleveland? Who wins? You didn't watch the show. No, yes. let, let him answer. Wait, Raw, Raw, yes. SmackDown, motherfucker. Yes. Okay, Raw wins. Thank you, Cleveland. <laughs> so that was Raw and SmackDown. Uh, you want to talk about some indie stuff? You want to talk about the indie shows we will be going to this month? Yeah. <laughs> My money. My, our money. Okay, so we put up on Facebook a week ago, we'll be going to four shows. From there, we get comments, hey, what about my show? What about my show? Then we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to those. So we're going officially the GAWP crew. So that's all three of us, sadly, because I'm stuck with them. We'll be going to five shows together. Me, I'll be going to six shows total this month. Oh, your money. So I'll be. Your money. (laughs) So like TJ mentioned, this Friday is 35 Years of Magic. I'll be there. I'll be representing the show. So if anything, I guess I'll be wearing the JWP shirt to represent us. Or, and or, if you or, see or, me... or your shirt. Okay, I'll wear my shirt. I don't care. I was going to wear the shirt for the, I'm for just, the crew, I'm just saying, whatever. What, what, it's whatever you want to wear. <laughs> I guess. I don't want to put myself over, though. I don't want to be Marky. So... So, so you'll be going to <laughs> SWF on Friday. And on Saturday, uh, you and me will be going to FTW. Uh, yeah. So SWF is this... Fr- uh, let's go where it actually is, just in case... Our fans if people, if people, do want to go. If people are interested and they want to check it out. Yeah, because all these shows are definitely 
can't miss. You're going to want to go to these shows because these guys that are doing it are definitely doing it for a good cause. Like TJ mentioned, it's all students of Magic or guys that have been trained by Magic have been around the business and they owe it to Magic. So this is finally a show that I think it's, he even said it's a year in the making. Oh, That's how yeah. long this show has been put together. So it's going to be Friday, September 8th at Anvil Columbia Council, 109 Maurice Avenue, Anvil, New Jersey. So doors open at 7.30, bell time is 8. Tickets sadly were $20 in advance, but I, I believe tickets are now no longer being sold online. So it's going to be $25 at the door, and that is for all seats. So you can get a $25 okay. front row, any seat, $25 day of. Or I think it's a family pack of for four, it's $75. So you're saving yourself a little bit of change there. So then, the next night, like Mike mentioned, we'll be going to FTW. You want to mention why we're going to that, Mike? Because one of our close personal friends, uh, we know him as CTB, but he'll be going under a different name at FTW because he'll be making his in-ring debut. Yes, Chris Barton. This Chris man, he's going to... This That's guy looks me. menacing. We know him as our nice friend, but what I've seen from him training, uh, good luck, Leland Parker and uh, JD Alpha, I believe. It's a tag team match that he'll be teaming up with Dominic De Niro. So this is going to be FTW Presents Body Slams on the Boulevard. This will be Saturday, September 9th at the world-famous Queensboro Elks Lodge. This Hell is yeah. Queens Boulevard, Elmhurst, New York. The bell time is 8 o'clock. Tickets are $20. Front row is 30 Any other questions, you can, out, you can check their Facebook page. It's Fight the World Wrestling. Uh, this show will feature guys like Grim Reefer, their champion Jack Gallo, uh, Candy Cartwright, Earl Cooter. Oh, wait, sorry about that. Brian Idol. Oh, stop it. It's the <laughs> same person. No, 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 no. Earl Cooter is the owner, I believe. But Brian Idol is this young upstart that he's even signed with Evolve. He's going to be facing off against Master Wes Draven. Like we mentioned, our friend Chris Barton will be in action. I heard some guy named Spyro that you and me have driven with Mike is going to be there. He's going to be making his debut. We're going to be seeing a lot of guys we know in Wait, the ring. Wait, who'd you so, say? Uh, I'll tell you off the air. We've known him. We've driven with Cliff and him. He's going to be making his debut that night, too. So, oh, there we go. Oh, oh, I know who you're talking about now. And Smiley's going to be put some really big thing Fuck you. This is a sex. <laughs> you're, you're trying to get me misted. Excellent. Okay, so then... The following week, Mike, where are we going? We're going to Pro Wrestling Magic. So I got to go back to Jersey? <laughs> yes. I'm already going to Jersey this week. Okay. So the following <laughs> week, it's Pro Wrestling Magic, ready to take a chance again. They have a theme, don't they, with their names? They're all songs. I noticed that. Okay, so that one is going to be uh, the Phil Sh the Knights of Columbus, I believe. That's that's where it is. The at The... The flyer here is a little blurry, so I can't see the name. So it's going to be Jeff Cobb, Teddy Hart, JT Dunn, EC Negro, Jordan Grace, uh, sorry, uh, Private Party, all in the building. Fair We're enough. We're going to see EC Negro versus Sean Maluda. Jeff Cobb's opponent is yet to be announced. And the Pro Wrestling Magic World Championship would be defended when JT Dunn defends against Teddy Hart. 
Mike, what do you think about that show? Are you ready for that one? I'm ready for this show. Uh, also, I think your buddy, uh, uh, that punk Isaac, is going to be going to a different show that day. Uh, yeah, so for Pro Wrestling Magic, uh, the same night is actually GCW, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So that's going to be the last ever tournament that Matt Tremont competes in deathmatch-wise. So Matt Tremont has decided to not only end his career in deathmatch doing this, at least tournament-wise, but he's decided to put the GCW heavyweight title tur- uh, t- uh, title every <laughs> title tournament title in the tournament that basically is going to crown a new champion because, sorry about that, he's going to defend his title every match he's in. So I don't want to jinx Matt Tremont, but Nick Gage you is in this tournament. Shalik uh, is in this tournament. Cyclop from Mexico is in this tournament. I don't think Tremont can last all these guys. So our DJ, um, not our DJ, but my my partner in crime, my Punk's Law member teammate right there, is gonna be at that show, and I'll be in Jersey with these idiots because they're taking me with them. Right. Our money. Right, right, right. Just admit it. You keep calling us idiots, but you just choose to come with us. This is no, me, no, Arnold no, Schwarzenegger. No. I have to. It's in. It's in the contract. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, so Mike, where are we going after that? What's the following week? BCW Holmes. Cookies? Oh, Mike, you forgot a show. <laughs> There's That's two right shows. Yeah, there, that's our bank account exploding right now. So, <laughs> that Friday night at the What's American Legion, oh. at the American Legion, it will be Five Borough Wrestling, featuring what me and Mike and Ben have been talking about as what could be no. match of the year. It's going to be Anthony Gango defending the HOG Crown Jewel Championship against a defending. Five Borough Wrestling and Tier 1 Wrestling Heavyweight Champion Mike Verna against Darius Carter. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. The House of Wait, House of Glorious titles on the line too? Yep. I did not know that. Yes, this is what it says here. All titles are on the line and the triple threat is winner take all. Oh, gee, oh Jesus is going to get pissed. Oh boy. This is going to be, to my opinion, it's three of the best athletes right now. This could be match of the year, in my opinion. So, yes, we'll be going to that show. We'll be going to that show. So then, Mike, you were mentioning what we're going to the next night. To BCW Homes. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so then. The the person (laughs) who's behind the soundboard is not a fan. I know. It's okay. (laughs) He said he might go, too. weird. God damn it, DJ. Yeah, he's going to go so he can boo. <laughs> well, it's going to be BCW Presents Fight For It. It will be back at the Elks Logs. Oh, yeah. Elks Lodge. God damn it. I can't pronounce <laughs> I've had to say five names. I'm tired. Okay. <laughs> so Elks, Elks Logs. Elks, oh. <laughs> at the uh, world famous Elks Logs. Okay. So it's going to be. Defending his world championship, Mike Orlando is going to be the hit squad in action, six-man tag action, actually, where they'll be teaming up with a mystery partner to take you on just, the PCA. You just combined two matches. 
No, I'm just Michael Lando's opponent hasn't been announced. I'm still wondering okay. who it's gonna be, but the hit squad are gonna be in action as well. So then it's also gonna be in a number one contenders match, Azriel versus Darius Carter. Right. From there, we'll also see Faye Jackson in action against Catred. And just announced yesterday, actually, because he's I guess put some note on their desk, homicide is gonna be in the building. Mike, what do you think about that? Homicide's coming to New York. Somebody's going to die. <laughs> Hopefully it's not us, because last time I saw Homicide, oh, I you, got oh, punched oh, in the face. Don't worry, don't worry, you're safe. Me, Ben, no. no. <laughs> He's going to kill a gringo. Live and die, Live and die in LAX. LAX. <laughs> okay, so then, from there, one week after that, we're back in the Queensboro Elk Lodge. Did I say it right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> it's going to be House of Glory Chapter 2. So that night is already stacked because not only will the man they call Vader be there, it's going to be Tessa... Is Brock Lesnar going to be there? <laughs> Tessa Blanchard's going to be there. Wait, that's a yes. I guess DJ knows something we don't. Um... Ricochet will be taking on the Amazing Red for the House of Glory World Championship. Already announced Anthony Gangone will be defending. Wait, he may not because if he loses it at Fire Barrels the week before. But the Crown Jewel Championship may be on the line that night. That's why I'm saying somebody's going to be really pissed off if he loses. And then announced the Hit Squad will be back after a week after already a six-man tag. The next week, they're taking on the New York Wrecking Crew. For the House of Glory tag team title. Who could, who could beat each other up the fastest? Oh, God. So, Mike, six shows have been announced. We'll be going to... All three of us will be going to five of those. What are your thoughts? Uh, I can't believe... <laughs> I thought the August was going to be crazy with wrestling shows, but September, Jesus Christ. Did we barely go to any shows in August? I think we went to two shows. Yeah, but now we're like going to lot. six. It felt like a lot, though. <laughs> yeah, because it was high intensity. High intensity delivered. It was a great show. Then we went to NXT, and then we watched it. We had a party. Yeah. Yeah. But now <gasps> we have six indie shows to go to. August was more of like a WWE month, and now September is like when the indies are like, fuck the, fuck the majors. Like, look mm-hmm. at us. <laughs> but, uh, what I've noticed, though, I think I've seen, seen Gangone. At three out of six, from what it looks like, Smiley will be at most of these. Smiley, I, I feel you're like getting missed at this month. You, you, you two are setting me up. You two are setting me up for this. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that punk Isaac's there with us because he'll give you a knee after you're missing. Oh, he gave some uh, lovely knees. It's all right. We're we're at the end of the episode. Uh, <laughs> no, Mike. I have to ask you a question. Where can they listen to us after? Where can they find our social media? I'll do the shirts because that's what I usually do. So right. go away, Mike. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook at the GAWP Show as, along with Twitter at the GAWP Show. We live tweet during Raw and SmackDown and basically just give you our thoughts on what's going on in wrestling. Also, if you the way to listen to our show is on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, 
TuneIn Radio, and Podtastic. And if you love the show so much and you want to get a t-shirt, get you can get them at... T-Public slash The Gop Show. You can buy a Whole Milk My King of Milk style shirt, a Avenging Ben Frickin' Ben shirt, or... The fucking law shirt. That that's the best shirt you're gonna get. Hopefully soon, I have to speak to a certain two individuals, whoever can make it faster. A punk's law T-shirt. That may be coming soon because I'm not gonna mention the other guy because he has two shirts. You know what? Hopefully he can enjoy them with his concussion after my boy hit him with a knee. That Matt the pussy coughler. I'm not even gonna call him again. Okay, 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 we get it, we get it. You hate him. No. But also, oh! uh, public, we have the old logo. We have the old logo. Oh, and yeah. the new logo. Wait, do we have the new logo? The old logo is still up there, and the new logo is up there as well. Oh man, I have to buy the new logo, sir. I didn't notice that. Okay. Um, way to so... way to go, Ray. I didn't know. Who updated the store? God. So there, there you go. There are the shirts. There's where you can find us. Watch the YouTube channel. We'll be putting up the Labor Day extravaganza. The thank you so much, all of you, for listening to the actual stream that we had, I think, over 2,000 views. Right, Mike? Yep. You watch our stupidity, and we love you for that. <laughs> yeah. So Mike barfed, and you guys want to watch it. Yeah. And that, and, and that video will soon be on our YouTube as well. So we thank you all for listening. This is the GAWP. Oh, God. Another episode done. Mike, what should they do? Join the madness. Follow the law, folks. (laughs) DJ, play us out. So we start off with metal. Oh, my God. Ray, this is your fault. This is all your fault. Don't even complain. I thought... Don't uh... complain.